step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on The Woody and Wilcox Show. You know what was amazing was with the uh, astronomical event, uh, astrological. You're just gonna get more. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say it, people lose their minds on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> I know it was a great astrological event yesterday. That eclipse. Well, Cox, iHeartMedia is how you can get in touch with him. Whatever. There were several people who were not crying and overcome with emotion uh, about this event happening. There were several people afraid that it was the end of the world. I'm talking about uh, people who just thought, okay, this is a sign from on high that something bad is going to happen, including a man you may have heard of called Jim Baker. Remember him? Jim Baker? Jim Baker was a televangelist back in the day who stole, oh, $158 million from people. He had the wife with the eye makeup. Tammy Faye. Right. Of course. Everybody knows who Mm -hmm. Jim Baker is, don't they? Did you realize that he's back in business? When you say back in business, what does that mean exactly? Well, he's a televangelist again. Uh, He's got a new property, not in South Carolina this time. Missouri, Morningside is what it's called. Wait, he's not still in jail? Why would you be in jail just because you raped a woman and paid her to keep quiet and stole $158 million from your flock? Why Why would you be in jail for that? Sure, he was. I think what you're remembering, Chelsea, is he was sentenced to 45 years in prison, mm-hmm. found guilty of conspiracy and 23 counts of wire and mail fraud. His sentence was reduced to eight years. Four years, a good time, and he was done. This is America. Oh, by the way, did I mention that he's back on TV? Yeah, what and like what does that have to do with the eclipse? Well, uh, you know, as a part of his campaign to be on uh, TV and a televangelist, he claims that while he was in jail, God told him when the end of the world was. Oh. And naturally, when that happens, you know what you do? You don't tell people the date. You start selling food so that people can survive the apocalypse of which the eclipse was supposed to be a major sign of, here it comes, baby! Please clap. Including a year's supply of pancakes with a 30-year shelf life for only $550. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jim Baker's selling a year's supply of pancakes? Yes. He's a doomsday prepper now. Exactly. Selling breakfast foods for me to eat in my bunker. Well, not just breakfast foods, Chelsea. He also has a bucket that has 102 servings of freeze-dried Italian food that's only $392. I mean, all you have to do... Ravioli. Add water. Cook it up. This is a guy who stole from millions and millions of people before. I'm choking up thinking about it. It's easy. Take it easy, Jim (laughs) Cantore. I'm crying over Jim Baker stealing again, and he's back on TV. Telling people to send him money, but not to him. Right. It's it's not going to him. 
he still owes millions of dollars in back taxes. So, but he doesn't make any income. Wink. But he is selling buckets of food and vitamins for the end of times, which makes complete sense. Where can I buy Jim Baker's pancakes? <laughs> said no one ever. That's can, a sentence that's never been uttered. I can barely get it out. <laughs> I'm not going to give him a plug, Chelsea, to tell you where you can buy Jim Baker's pancakes. What do Jim Baker's pancakes taste like? I bet they taste like freedom. Five, five gallon buckets that they come in. USA! USA! Freedom cakes, Chelsea. Hmm. We're talking about a year's supply of pancakes, not just a little bit. I don't want to eat pancakes for a whole year. Do we have to eat them with Jim Baker? They actually taste like Jim Baker. <laughs> Something tells me there's little bits of Jim uh, Baker in there. No. You taste that protein? <laughs> that's that little bitterness All that right. you taste right there. All right. Well, that's good to know. He's also selling apartments and condos at his place that are designed to survive Wait, the apocalypse as well. Are they underground? Are they underground? Of course they're underground, Chelsea. So I'm supposed to buy an underground complex from Jim Baker and then eat his pancakes while the world ends? <laughs> what you just said huh? is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. How else do you want to spend eternity? Living underground with a man who's accused of defrauding millions of people. Well, if nothing else, you know who's really going to love this news is our buddy Wilson, because you know how he loves a good pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from out in front of Jim Baker's pancakes. Uh-huh. That's good news. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like we've really come a long way. Well, uh, I mean, you've got time to buy your bucket before the end of the world. Do it now, um, because it could be happening. God spoke to Jim Baker and told him, Jim Baker's not saying a word. I am tired. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other with Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. That's what this is like and now it's the woody and wilcox show i've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater take a deep breath blow it out let's just do a good show okay everybody do a good show you know um I feel like there was a uh, a finality yesterday on the show to the whole eclipse fever that had been going around. And we said yesterday, this will be it. You know, for those of you that were so anti-eclipse, we're done. I mean, we needed a day to sort of digest the aftermath, play back audio, and hear what Bonnie Tyler sounded like on that cruise. And Whoa. I mean, it's, it's not going to go on forever, uh, you know. It's a, a rare astrological event. <laughs> Why do you do it to yourself? Uh, I just want to see the emails that come in. But I must say, uh, a lot of people responded yesterday with some, I don't know if it's a correct, it's not really a correction, but it's a, a point that was made yesterday by multiple people of something that we missed on the show. 
Um, we had shared a lot of the uh, reaction, weather people crying on national TV over the eclipse and, and so forth. But I, and I, I can't even give credit to everybody who uh, asked us why we didn't talk about the other piece of audio that made its rounds in the media and on the news in the aftermath of the eclipse as well. And that was the uh, audio and video of uh, actress Sarah Jessica Parker and her reaction to the eclipse. Did you see any of that? Because this was one of those that made the news like the crying weathermen. Sarah Jessica Parker? No, nothing. She was in South Carolina with, I guess, with the family and was in the totality She's of the eclipse. Married to Matthew Broderick still? And yes, all that. Yeah. she is. Yeah, that's right. So for those of you, and, and just so we can put it to bed, okay, because I don't want to continue in drips and drabs of fielding your emails about eclipse aftermath. I feel like now two days removed we ought to be able to fully move on. So I wanted to just rip the Band-Aid off up front and uh, share that audio of Sarah Jessica Parker with Beautiful. You. Wow. Oh, my God. This is the most spectacular light I've ever seen. It doesn't make any sense. It's happening, you guys. It's happening. Oh, my God. There's a corona. Oh, my God. There it is. There it is. Put on your glasses. Oh, my God. It's happening. It's lightning. Oh my god! Oh my god! I wish you all were here. Now, uh, that was only part of it. I'm not going to play the entire minute and thirty seconds of it. Well, that was too much already. Um, but I did want to thank Tim for pointing out that maybe it was ripe for this. I don't want my mom down there in mine. I wish you were here. Remember the fisting? Spectacular. I am loving your mouth candy. Beautiful. Wow. Ridiculous. So humbling. It's so extraordinary. We made it. So I guess, yeah. I mean, I can see it. It's a little bit of a stretch. But I always enjoy a, uh, a stretch if it leads to something like that. So I appreciate the, I appreciate the heads up. That's very kind of you. Now I feel like we can probably officially put the whole thing behind us. Don't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe even before that we could have. Well, that was interesting. I, I will say this. I mean, look, there are positives. Uh, it's Woody Game Wednesday today. so Damn right it is. For those of you who thought it couldn't get any worse, there is that. Woody will create a new contest later on the show. Anything you want to reveal about that at this point to keep people riveted on the edges of their seats? I legitimately mean it this time. This is one of my best games ever. <laughs> <laughs> you right. legitimately say that every Wednesday. Do, mm -hmm. do you not? Do you honestly feel like you mean it this time, or are you just BSing? I mean it every time. No, you don't. I don't <laughs> think you do. I don't think you do. I think you're really, uh, you're going to enjoy today's game. Well, I hope you're right. I really do. And you're going to learn something. I hope that's right, too. Which is something that happens quite frequently on, you know, Woody Game Wednesdays. People leave and they go, wow, not as bad as I thought it would be, and I learned a little something. I'm not sure that's accurate. You may be thinking of something else.
Thank you, Patrick. Yes, I know it's astronomical and not astrological. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I do it so that you'll send those emails telling me that I'm saying it's wrong. And no matter how many times I say that and preface it, uh-huh. I still get the emails from people who don't understand that I'm having fun with you by calling it astrological. But I'll keep doing it as long as you keep sending me the correction emails. So I appreciate it, Patrick. Um, we are going to play a round of It Happened in Florida. That will be astrological. And there are other things going on besides audio of Sarah Jessica Parker and porn music. We've got a chat, and we'll fill you in on that coming up next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. All right, let's do this. And now it's time for the chat report. Stuff happening around the globe. Uh... Yeah, the, the G is silent. Beep, 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 beep. On the Woody and Wilcox Show. Now, you know, there's nothing I like more than when we find uh, hard facts, statistics that um, have to do with how much money people make at their various careers. I always love that. When, uh, when the Parade Magazine folks came up with their list every year about what people make from, you know, everyday walks of life on up to celebrities, that's always, uh, you know... Uh, including the birth of my children. That's always one of the most exciting things for me. (laughs) Wow. Uh, But uh, now Forbes has released the list of the highest paid actors and Variety, which is sort of the Hollywood trade magazine, has released the salaries of all the people who are on television. Both released yesterday. It's kind of like Christmas and every other holiday wrapped into one for me. So I want to get to that here in a second and think about what your answer to some of those questions might be. However, wrapping it up once and for all, at least for now, uh, did you see the final information about the eclipse? Final information? What does that even mean? That means uh, the information about uh, how porn viewing was affected by the (laughs) eclipse the other day. Sure, it was down and then it was up. I'm sorry, say that again, Chelsea. It was down and then it was up. That's right. right. Got that right. Wang. Um, Yes, specifically though, Chelsea, according to the uh, porn site X Hamster. I'm familiar. Thank you. Uh, In cities that were near or in the eclipse's path of totality, i.e. Nashville, Portland, traffic was how much lower than normal? Anybody? 11%. 11%. Chelsea? Uh, 60%. 60%. Stop it. (laughs) Well, unless we're playing Price is Right rules, I got to give it to Chelsea. What? They say traffic on their adult site was 50% lower during the eclipse than it would be at that time on that day normally. 50? 50. Five zero. Half of 100%. People were doing something else. And then they were like, oh, I got to make up for lost time. Spikes back up. (laughs) Or they just get really turned on by the eclipse. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned that. It seemed high to me, too, because I feel like once you're single-minded in that path, you're not letting uh, some sort of blockage of the sun stop you. (laughs) Right. But apparently they seem to be indicating, yes, people were doing that. But as Chelsea just mentioned, then traffic spiked Mm -hmm. after the eclipse, indicating that somehow... Maybe there was arousal based on some sort of astrological happening in the skies, which seems surprising, although based on the crying and on the other reactions that we've heard lately, I guess it's not out of the question that there would be that sort of amazing reaction. 
By the way, it's not just uh, porn sites. Netflix said their traffic was down, but not nearly the same. 10% down during the eclipse in each of those cities as the sun went by that way. So moving along, uh, who can tell me who the highest paid actor is? Anybody? I'm going to go with The Rock, the cod guy. The Rock, the cod guy. It's not a bad guess. The cod guy, of course, uh, because he eats 800 pounds of cod a week. Uh, the Rock was number two on the list, made $65 million. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is a great guess, mm. too. Uh, $54.5 million. He came in third. You've got second and third. So you're one doing of the, you're uh, one of the Ryan. One of the Hemsworths. One of the Hemsworths. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, yep. number 11 on the list. You said one of the Ryans? Well, yeah, Gosling or, or what's the Reynolds. other one? Reynolds. Uh, Hemsworth made $31.5 million. Ryan Gosling was 14th on the list at $29 million. Ryan Reynolds, oh. the other Ryan right behind him at $21.5 million. Teddy Ruxpin? Nope, Teddy Ruxpin didn't make the list this year, but uh, I appreciate you asking. Mike the Headless Chicken? Nope, I think he may have been just outside of the uh, of the top 20. Dickie? Ah, Dicky! No, didn't make the list this time, but we're hoping that maybe that'll happen next time. Brutus the Buckeye? Mm, nope, I don't see him in here either. Lincoln? Nope, Lincoln didn't make it. Any other guesses? <laughs> A beagle named Geraldine. Nope, okay. didn't make the what list What were the either. big movies? General Beauregard Lee. Nope, didn't make it. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Mm. Number seven on the list. Tom Cruise made... Uh, Forty-three million dollars. Is it somebody we know, or is it like because uh, you said it in the world? Is it like a Bollywood? Because yeah, uh, I know that films in India are huge and they make a lot of money. Let me give you a hint, and this will give you an indication of where our world is today. Does this ring a bell with anybody? Yeah, you feel it, baby. Stop. Oh, shut Stop. up. Stop. No Jake Shimabukuro. That is not Jake Shimabukuro. Borg Nine. No, it's not Borg Nine. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Ballsack Billy. No, that's not Ballsack Billy. Ken Bone. No, it's not Ken Bone. Link All. No, it's not Link All. Mark Effing Wahlberg. Wait a second. We Kids, live in a Mark world Wahlberg used to do that. Where Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch is the number one actor pay, highest paid? $68 million, $3 million more than The Rock. That's, that's I forget. A, you know I don't follow closely enough. What has he done lately? He's done movies, obviously. Well, <laughs> but I don't know that what. Just, he produces a lot of stuff. Now, that's a man who's done something with his life. Back when that song came out, you know, he was Donnie from New Kids on the Blocks, you know, younger brother. He was an underwire model. He did, yeah. He did Calvin Klein. He had the Funky Bunch and went on to start acting and producing a lot. He produced Entourage, and I know he makes money that way. The reality show, The Wahlburgers. I forgot about that. He, uh, I believe, he uh, produced that. Perhaps yeah, had some, uh, has, so had hands in that as well. Threw hands in that. If Woody was going to explain it, yeah. That's it. Uh, I can't even say it. I can't even speak. He's, I mean, he's talented. He's and he he's come a long way. I think is what you're trying. You're trying yeah. to. You'd like to pay him a compliment. I yes, imagine, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's a success story. Mm-hmm. He was great in Ted. Dead too. I got, yeah. I literally I'm trying to think of the last movie that he was in no. that I remember. Got wiggly fingers with Reese Witherspoon on a roller coaster a long time ago. 
I don't know what that means. Is that, that in real either. life or is that a uh, movie Heavens reference? No, it's a movie reference. That was one of his earlier uh, Oscar-worthy performances. Fear, is that what it's called? Cool Beans? Yeah. Well, he's doing well is the bottom line there. I wanted to share some um, television salary information with you, but we ran a little long because you guys are horrible guessers <laughs> when it comes to... I thought Jake Shimabukuro no. would be on the list. That is not... He's nuts! He's nuts wasn't on the list either, so... Dick Platter. Nope, Dick Platter wasn't there either. The esteemed nope. John Holmes. Nope, none of those guys made the uh, most money in the... Hello, cool, Jake? Nope. George Herbert Walker Bush. Oh, <laughs> How did Tom Arnold get in here? Fred Savage. Nope, Fred Savage wasn't. That's actually a good guess. He's nuts! You already guessed that. The dude who played Les Nessman on WKRP in Cincinnati. No, that's not a very good guess, actually. He's dead. Yeah, he may not be with us anymore. Richard Sanders, I believe, is his name. Wow, nice poll. You're welcome. Uh, we'll get to those uh, coming up later. Meantime, we do have a round of It Happened in Florida that I think will make you feel a little bit better. Roscoe P. Coltrane. No, he didn't make the list. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So three stories here on this round of It Happened in Florida. That's how we do it. Woody and I will share those stories, and then you just figure out which one of them actually went down in the troubled state of Florida. It's that easy as we celebrate the oddities that come from the uh, sunshine-slash-plywood state. 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody kicks us off with story number one. Story number one is about a dude who I think has committed one of the biggest crimes that can be committed by a human against another human. It's not murder. It's not rape. Talking about a dude who's in line to pick up his kids at school in the pickup line and refuses to move, backing up everybody behind him. Chelsea, are you with me on this one? Instant death penalty. No trial, no jury, no judge. Just kill the man. Don't mess with the carpool line. The 33-year-old man parked his Corvette at the front of this particular pickup line and then just stopped there, refusing to move. Even when a police officer walked up to talk to him, he made the little sign with his fingers that the officer should keep walking. He also refused to take out his license out of his wallet, provide any other documents. Uh, Why, you may be saying, why would a guy do something like this? Police have no idea. They do know that they had to uh, break open the door, pull him out of his car, and he was already on felony probation. As he was placed in the back of the cop car, he told the officers, hey, I'm on probation. Can you cut me a break? Was it in Florida where he had no reason to do this? He just felt like doing it. Story number two is something, um, I guess there's something happening that I'm not aware of. And I know that's not a shock to those of you that listen to the show with any regularity. So maybe you guys can help fill me in on this. But authorities are warning those of you that are buying avocados on Facebook (laughs) that they may be stolen. (laughs) What? Is that a thing that I'm not aware of? Because the first thing in that sentence is somebody's selling avocados (laughs) on Facebook. Maybe that's something that is happening, and obviously it is based on this story, but I just hadn't seen that. And I guess my, hey, what's going on here meter might go off if I saw some sort of large market of avocados being sold on Facebook. I didn't know this, but apparently there's a bit of a shortage right now, and so avocados are at a premium, 
And those, people are offering them up on Facebook. Those that are stealing them are actually turning to uh, unusual places to try and unload their stolen wares and are specifically doing it in certain places geographically. My question for you is, is it Florida where people are selling avocados on Facebook? Woody has the third and final. Third and final story has to do with uh, a sad man who leads a sad life. Um, he uh, decided that he was going to steal a little something from an adult novelty shop, specifically the Exotica store. He walked in there carrying his own bag uh, and to which he placed an item known as a Bangin' Betty. I'm sorry. It's a banging Betty. Okay. I'm still sorry. It resembles a women woman's specific feature. Features dual entry and nubs and ribs for ultimate pleasure. Probably didn't need all that. Yep. Placed it in his bag. And then according to the people who worked there, hopped into a red Dodge Caravan and drove away. <laughs> I don't know why they're making fun of the guy just because he drives a Dodge Caravan and stole an adult novelty item. The police are making fun of him? I'm not sure what you mean. Uh, well, they're saying that he is the saddest man on the planet after stealing this item and driving away. <laughs> the, in a the police are saying that? Well, that's what no, it's described that's not right how here. that works. They're saying that in the article? Yes. The worker knocked on the man's window, but the suspect ignored her, started the vehicle, and then drove away. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Sadly, was it in Florida where he stole this item and they're mocking him for the car that he drives? John is up first to try and solve our quiz. John, all three stories actually did happen, yet only one of them happened in the plywood state of Florida. Can you tell us which one? Story number one. Story number one is the one. Just a dude in Clermont, Florida, who decided, you know what? Cypress Ridge Elementary School, everybody in line behind me, you're just going to wait there all day. Suck on that, Wayne Brady. Story number two, uh, the headline reads, New Zealand thieves selling stolen avocados on Facebook. So not even in this country, 
quoting, with global demand for avocados showing no signs of abating, the black market has moved to social media. Thieves are having to be creative in how they market their stolen wares, and Facebook has become the new spot to sell avocados. It's amazing. Story number three, uh, Evansville, Indiana, is where police are still on the hunt for the banging Betty burglar. Hope they find him. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So today's a day that uh, lives in infamy on the Woody and Wilcox Show. It's, uh, I'm not going to say lovingly known as Woody Game Wednesday, but it is known as Woody Game Wednesday, where Woody creates a contest, a competition, if you will, traditionally based on either an anniversary or a holiday that none of us were aware of. And that's about to rear its ugly head momentarily. What do we need to know about it moving into the contest, Woody? Anything? Well, you know, uh, yesterday is when I started on the game, and uh, I, I try and look ahead to see what today is. I got to tell you, today was not a not a good day to celebrate. As far as Woody Game Wednesday, I mean, today is European Day of Remembrance for Victims of Stalinism and Nazism. Oh, that that is sounds a, fun. That's a fun right, one. right. Not not a whole lot of humor to be had there. Also, International Day for the Remembrance of the Slave Trade and its Abolition. Uh-huh. So okay. you're like, oh, I'm looking for something perhaps that's a little bit lighter. Like something. Bayo or Mayo. Exactly. Or Meat or Ball. It, oh, these are traditional games that Woody would throw out. It is Buttered Corn Day, and I tried to come up with some sort of corn or porn, and then I'm like, nah, it's just a little too close. We could have celebrated uh, Richard Sanders' 77th birthday. That's the second Richard Sanders reference on the show. Kids, that's Les Nessman from WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> right. Rick Springfield turned 68 years young today. Mm. 68. I tried to come up with a game because Little Yachty is 20, the rapper. Chelsea, Little Yachty. Lil. Sorry, Lil Yachty. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. That's how old I am. I still refer to him as Little Yachty. <laughs> so uh, I, I had to abandon that and go with uh, something extra special. I can't reveal it right here. You're not going to reveal it? I mean, can't you just reveal it and then reveal what the game is? Or is that you still feel like that's not that's not going to do it justice? I guess I could. I mean, it's it's a huge day in American history today as 113 years ago, snow chains were patented. And so I have come up with a game. Sounds like you said snow chains were patented. That's right. Snow chains. You know, the chains that you put on your car to give you better traction in snow and ice. Not really. Patented 113 years ago, and I have a game to help us celebrate oh, the patenting of snow chains. I like how you threw out all the others, making it sound like, well, that would be ridiculous if right. I use that as the day to celebrate. But the snow chains makes perfect sense. You're going to turn that frown upside down as soon as you hear my game. We'll find out how, how it's even possible. Coming up next on Woody Game Wednesday. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, there are so many great things I guess we could have celebrated for Woody Game Wednesday today. Thanks to everybody who's reminding me that it was back in 1989 on this day that Paulina Poroskova married the left-hander Rick Ocasek from the Cars. 
Happy 28th anniversary, you guys. Are they still married? They are still married, and it's further proof that if you play guitar and you're ugly, you can still marry a hot woman. Who's with me on that one, right? I Maybe. I'm not sure. You're talking about outkicking your coverage right there. Also, uh, this day, 19 years ago, the uh, that 70s show debuted on television. Could have celebrated that. But no, a bigger day in America, as today is the day that we celebrate back in 1904 when snow chains were patented. Wilcox, Harry D. Weed. I'm sorry? Harry D. Weed patented the snow chains for cars in 1904. I'm sure you knew that. Didn't they teach you anything at the University of Arizona? A guy named Harry Weed patented (laughs) snow chains? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Wow. I have come up with a game to help us celebrate. Before we get into the game, let's meet our contestants. Uh, Jess is on the line. Jess, good morning. Good morning, guys. Do you know anything about snow chains that go on cars? Living in South Carolina, that's a big no. No. Good, because our game has nothing to do with snow chains. No worry there. Uh, Let's meet your competitor. It's Joey. Joey, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Do you know anything about snow chains? Well, I live in the foothills of North Carolina, so yes, I do. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, that's not going to help you in this particular case. I've come up with a brand new game that I'm calling Snow or Ice. That's right. You're saying to yourself, snow or ice? Do you mean snow as in the Canadian rapper snow? That's right. Licky boom boom down. I'm going to be giving you facts, and you tell me if it's about Snow, the Canadian rapper, or Vanilla Ice. Oh, God. Yes, name. Snow or Ice. Stop it. Uh, you guys know the Canadian rapper <laughs> or ice vanilla ice. Yes. Jess, Joey, you guys are going to be using your names as your buzzer. You ring in with your own name. You get the answer, right? You get a point. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets a point. These are all true facts about vanilla ice or snow. Okay. No one would be able to disprove probably either of them. <laughs> so you could make anything up. I read them on the internet, so they have to be true. Okay. Uh, all right. Jess, Joey, any questions before we begin? Snow or ice? Nope. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. First offering. I was chosen by People Magazine as one of the 50 most beautiful people yes. in the world. Jess. Ice. You're going to go vanilla ice as one of the 50 most beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Yes, as a matter of fact. Nice job. One point for Jess. Uh, All right. Second offering on snow or ice. I recorded the hold music for the Yahoo company. I'm going to say Joey was just in under the wire. Joey, what do you think? I'm going to say snow. You're going to go snow on that one. Yes. Wow. The CEO for Yahoo was upset at her hold music and asked Snow to record a new version. What? Would you like to hear it? Here it goes. Yo, Snow, I heard they came around looking for you the other day to make some hold music for Yahoo. You're on hold, hold on a Yahoo. Give me a second while I patch you through. The CEO didn't like the whole music, so Daddy Snow, I wrote this jam for you. That's right. The lyrics that you just heard right there from the hold music at Yahoo say, 
You're on hold. Hold on at Yahoo. Give me a second while I patch you through. The CEO didn't like to hold music, so Daddy Snow wrote this jam for you. Don't say Daddy. That can't be right. No. And what that year was that? Right. It just can't be right. That is 100% right. Would you like to hear the second verse? Yes. All righty. Here you go. If you have a question, I bet you, yeah, who knows? And I love this sound, so you don't mind to hold on. You're on hold on. Hold on a Yahoo. Give me the second while I patch you through. The CEO didn't like the whole music. So that is how I wrote this jam for you. You're on hold on. Hold on a Yahoo. So give me the second while I patch you through. Why would the CEO be like, somebody get me snow, <laughs> the Canadian rapper, because they would have had to specify because yep, nobody else right. would have known what they were talking about. That's right. Again, what year? I don't know, Chelsea. Get some facts. Like the year matters. It does. I don't care what year it was. Right. That can't be right. It makes a little more sense if it's a Canadian, like around the snow era. No. That has to be the reason they invented the callback feature. Right, exactly. So you can hang up and not have to listen to that. I agree, Joey. No extra points, but you do win some uh, bonus points in my heart. All right, third offering, Snow or Ice. I played a free concert in Alabama to promote a thrash metal version of... Oh, Joey. Joey's in. Ice. You're going to go Vanilla Ice did uh, promoting a thrash metal? Yes. During the show, I threw copies of my album into the audience, and the audience responded by throwing them back at me. That's two for Joey, one for Jess playing Snow or Ice. Uh, fourth offering, I was charged with two counts of attempted murder. Yes. Jess. Jess. Jess, go ahead. Oh, golly. Ice. Um, yeah. You're going to go Ice on that one? No. Was snow. That's where where the song "Informer" came from. He was held for a year behind bars because somebody said that he committed murder. He was eventually acquitted and freed. Uh, all right, fifth offering. I was once ranked in 1993 as the sixth best jet skier in Joey. the world. Joey, <laughs> I Vanilla Ice, the sixth best jet ski. Yes, that's a fact. There's a, there's a list. Of the best jet skiers in the world? Just top uh, six. Uh, apparently. <laughs> they can't go seven deep. It's just six. Dude had a deal with Kawasaki and was a professional rider. Vanilla Ice. I only had seven of these. Joey's got four. That means he takes it. Would you have gotten, I recorded my own version of the Drew Carey theme song, Moon Over Parma? Snow. <laughs> Snow is, in fact, correct. Would you like to hear it? Here it goes. Bring your love to me tonight. Got her to East Lake underneath your silvery light. We're going bowling. Lose it on a loser in They used it for the eighth and ninth seasons of the Drew Carey Show. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. It's I terrible. Think <laughs> you know what, though? It's terrible, but didn't you learn a little something today on Woody Game Wednesday? Playing snow or ice to help us celebrate the patenting of snow chains for cars. Uh-huh. Woody, I will say this is not your worst game ever. <laughs> <laughs> 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. <laughs> Do you have in your mind, Joey, what Woody's worst game ever was? Just just out of curiosity, does one come to your head? Can you think of any? There there are so many, you know, things about porn stars and and junk like that, I think my brain is too far corrupted as far as that mm-hmm. goes. Yeah, yeah. The one about the toilet comes to my mind. Really? Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Hang on, Joey. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, if you're just tuning in, you did miss out on Woody Game Wednesday. Of course, uh, it is available on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. I guess we probably failed to mention we were, as always, Facebook living the competition, and we have now uh, posted that up on the Facebook page. Woody celebrated the fact that the snow chains that are used on people's tires, you know, in uh, cold climates, right. are celebrating their anniversary today. So he created a game called Snow or Ice where you had to distinguish between snow or vanilla ice. Right. The wrappers, and I'm using that term loosely. Uh, if you missed out, it is also now up on the subreddit Woody and Wilcox page, thanks to Canadian James, who has listed all the titles of Woody's games for maybe years now. I don't know how long this has been going on, but if you would like to go back, maybe you're a new listener to the show and you think, <laughs> what have some of uh, Woody's other games been like? Uh, Canadian James, sorry, Canadian slash American James. Mm-hmm. That's right. He has changed his Twitter handle because he's now become an American citizen. Has been posting the names of those games for many, many months now. And he does a great job of it because it's not just the name of the game. He gives the callers what the score was, gives you a brief synopsis because a lot of times from the title, you may be a little bit confused about the game. Right. Uh, and then, Chelsea, you were uh, questioning one of the uh, the questions that I had in my game. Who recorded the hold music for Yahoo? And the answer was snow. Um, it actually goes back to 2013. It looks like Robert has sent me the uh, the the link to a story where the CEO of Yahoo, Marissa Mayer, was on a call, an earnings call, and was like, "Ugh, our hold music is the worst." And then started to look around for a better way to separate her company, Yahoo, from other people. And the best way to do that is through your hold music. And she contacted Snow to have him record new hold music.
Dan mush them up me to them just like an alligator. Some of them are talking, some of them are hating. Some of them are vexed, but they know it's worth waiting. Listen to the beat, I make you dance down lower. Why you see the door, my miss a weed non hoda. If you have a question, I bet you, yeah, who knows? And I love this sound, so you don't mind to hold on. Now, uh, would that make you hold on the phone longer or immediately regret your decision to call Yahoo? I, I appreciate her wanting to separate her business from others by doing something odd and hiring Snow to do your hold music, I suppose. Is that, however, I don't know. I mean, hold music is sort of bland and unintrusive for a reason. Because sometimes you have to hold on for a long time. Exactly. And I don't know how much of that you could take. I feel like you'd get a couple of points right up front, like, hey, <laughs> that's Snow doing the hold music. But then after about a minute. A minute? Am I being too generous? Yes. Yeah. I think it might get a little bit taxing, sort of like a Woody game. Mm, I doubt and it. And a minute certainly would be too generous in that case. Is it any weirder that when they contacted Snow and they said, hi, we're from Yahoo, and he's like, I'm sorry, what? He had never heard of Yahoo before. Do they not have Yahoo in Canada? Maybe Canadian James can ring in on this or one of our other Canadian experts. Well, I'm not sure that you should use snow as a barometer for all of Canada. I feel like you may be pigeonholing the entire country. Who else should I use? I, I don't know, but I feel Dave like there, Thomas? there might be somebody. Kids in the hall? <laughs> Maybe. Any of those would be possible. Celine Dion? Michael J. Fox. We could name Canadians all day, mm -hmm. and that would be fun. It would. But probably ought to just shut that down. If you'd like to see the uh, Facebook live version, it's up there now. And, of course, the audio only will be available on the podcast, like it is every day after the show. If you haven't downloaded the iHeartRadio app, which is free, go ahead and do that. And uh, there are good reasons to download it as well. But the Woody and Wilcox podcast is up there, too. The Woody and Wilcox Show. If your dog has ever presented you with some sort of gift, uh, we're going to need your calls at 844-4WW-SHOW. Like a birthday gift? <laughs> My dog well, doesn't. Like, you know what? Let's the not hardest eat. part is wrapping it for them. You know what? Yeah, because they don't have the thumbs. They mm -hmm. can't hitchhike and so forth. And when the tape gets stuck on their little paws. Let's not even limit it to dogs. Let's open it up to pets because uh, a lot of times uh, if you have a cat that goes outdoors, they will uh, periodically present you with a gift on the front doorstep. And I'll leave it at that. I'll let your own imagination go with that. And I'll explain why I'm asking that here in a second. And obviously we're looking for something that's out of the norm because that's what this story is about. Have you seen the one about the, uh, the dog in this particular case in Oregon who discovered something in his own backyard? You guys seen that story yet? Human mm -hmm. bones. Now, what, what the situation is that the dog kept digging in the yard, which, you know, depending on the breed of the dog you have, is not that unusual. Sometimes you really have to go to great lengths to try and prevent your dog from digging up your yard, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, this was a, a golden retriever in this case and continued to dig in, uh, in his owner's backyard. And they tried to stop him and tried to stop him, but he kept digging. And he was digging in one specific place. And then one day they discovered why he had been digging in that particular place because he dug far enough down and pulled something out and then presented it to his owners. Uh, it's some, it, it is not human bones as Woody suggested or any sort of bones. Some kind of grenade. A grenade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unexploded ordinance. Not an unexploded ordinance of any sort. Um, food item? No, not food. 
Something with a strong smell. I guess. I. You know what? I, if this helps, I've never smelled this item personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, that narrows it down. Right. I mean, it would, it would narrow it down. I was going to say old that it's man. not a general. You were going to say old man. So you said you'd never smelled that. Okay, thank you. I guess that was a compliment. Um, I knew that. That means it's not something you know crazy common. At least not at my. <laughs> it might be at your house, but I doubt it. I don't. I'm, it's illegal. Fireworks. <laughs> fireworks are not so some, always illegal. I've smelled fireworks before. <laughs> have you smelled them up close and personal? I have smelled some sort of fireworks up close. Cocaine. Uh, you're on the right track. It is not okay. cocaine. He presented his owners with eighty-five thousand dollars worth of heroin. <laughs> Their dog is a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if left unchecked, maybe. In this case, I think he just obviously smelled it. It had been buried there, I assume, by someone else, a previous owner. Forgot I, about I it. I don't. I don't have the. I don't have those answers for you. Only users lose drugs, Chelsea. I mean, obviously, someone would have to come forward for us to know that answer, and are that we, probably isn't going to happen. Are we sure this happened, and the owners didn't just somehow get caught with right. eighty-five thousand dollars worth of heroin and blaming it on the dog? Seems to not be the case. Seems to not be the case, is all I can tell you. Uh, thanks to Kenny, uh, sent me an instant message on Facebook. My dog once brought home a package of bacon. I'm talking a full pound unopened bacon. Whose kitchen did he break into and steal this from? I immediately began walking around the neighborhood, expecting to see one of my neighbors who was unloading their groceries, and my dog had run up and grabbed their package of bacon. Nobody outside, almost nobody home. The dog does not have a wallet, so I know he didn't purchase it from the corner store. Just a new, fully wrapped pound of bacon. I mean, you'd have to assume it was taken from a neighbor. I mean, that's the obvious assumption unless you live very close to a grocery right. store. I like that idea better that the dog ran into the store and grabbed the bacon. I mean, I guess it's possible that he was running his own curing operation, <laughs> killing pigs after raising them, drying them, creating bacon and packaging them. But that seems less likely. Right. Dogs are not into packaging. No, they just go straight for the pig itself. 844-4WW-SHOW. I'd love to, to hear more about the odd thing that your pet brought home and presented as a gift. Because this dog, and where'd you say it was? Oregon? Yeah. Did he just like spit it out and be like, I noticed that you enjoy intravenous drug use. I brought this for you. Black tar heroin is how it's described. And the sheriff in this particular area presented the dog named Kenyon with a citation ribbon to honor the dog. He was named an honorary narcotics canine for the rest of his days. Thanks to Jeff ringing in on Twitter. You're a little late, still guessing on what the dog dug up. Wilcox has never smelled it. Is it success? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've smelled success, Jeff. Thank you for playing, though. You can share your thoughts at Woody and Wilcox, uh, a pet owner specifically. I know it's one of those things that I feel like, uh, whether it's a dog or a cat, maybe it's another bird. Hell, another animal, Beer Club Brandon's bird may have brought home something interesting. Mm -hmm. It happens. It happens more than you would imagine. I know a lot of cats are just bringing home, you know, little small varmints and birds and things and laying them on the doorstep. But I'm talking about something more interesting, a la black tar heroin or bacon.
Kelly on the Woody and Wilcox Twitter feed. Our dog came home with a fully cooked and barbecued rack of ribs. Good dog. Good dog. That's pretty amazing. Thanks Eight. to Steve for pointing out. Didn't your name of your show used to be Black Tar Heroin and Bacon? No, Steve. Oh, it didn't. No. But thank you for falling into our trap. Now you're doing it too. Stop, Steve, and get out while you're ahead. 844-4WW-SHOW to share your stories. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We're just sharing a story that's been circulating around the internet. A uh, dog was uh, continually digging in its owner's backyard, which obviously if you are a dog owner of of a dog that digs, it can be uh, frustrating. But it was interesting because eventually this dog found something, apparently that it had been intentionally digging for. Now, you guys raised a good question. How do the owners not come out as responsible for this? Because what the dog found was $85,000 worth of heroin. But I guess the answer is they wouldn't have reported it, guys, if uh, it was theirs, right? They f- the dog didn't dig it up and report it to the police. The dog dug it up and gave it to its owners, and then the owners called the cops. So earlier when you were asking, well, why, what? I mean, obviously, they wouldn't have told the cops if it was their own, right? Uh, police? Yeah. <laughs> we hit a bunch of heroin in our backyard, and, and our the dog, dog dug it up. So. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I guess that means we have to tell you now. We figure you would find it next. Um, so we're taking your calls uh, specifically at 844-4WW-SHOW on something odd that your own pet has presented you with over the course of time. Uh, let's talk to Caleb, who's on the line. Caleb, you're on with Woody and Wilcox. What's your deal? Uh, I lived on a farm as a kid, and I still remember when my dog, as a husky mix, brought a hindquarter of a deer home. I mean, all the way up to the hip. Just, Wait. just the hindquarter of a deer. Yep, from the hoof to the hip. Uh, how fresh? Really, uh, pretty fresh. I mean, still had some. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it, it did stink yet. Let's just say that. Where do it you was think he got? Season, so I'm guessing a uh, hunter. Shot a deer and couldn't find it, and then I guess the animals found it. He brought he brought it home. What do you do with that? Mount it. <laughs> do you say mount it? <laughs> well, it's a rear end. Of course, you're going to mount it. <laughs> what a rear end don't you mount? <laughs> All right. All right. In, in Wilcox's case, none. Well played. Thanks, Gary. All right, guys. Have a good one. WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. Uh, Kylie, I think, has something for us. Kylie, what's your story? My dog brought me home a pair of Timberland boots. Your dog brought you home a pair of Timberland boots. How did he know your size? (laughs) I don't know how she knew my size. I guess because she had eaten so many of my other shoes, she wanted to replace them. But she brought home one, and then I was like, dude, you got to bring me home the other one. So, like, three days later... She brought me home the other one. Stop it. No. And, I mean, I asked all my neighbors. I was like, are these yours? You know, and they're like, no, we don't know where they came from. But, you know, she was a Labrador mix, so she had a tendency to swim across the lake and go on long walks and brought her mom home a pair of Timberland boots. 
But she did she really do it one at a time, days apart? She did it one at a time, days apart. <laughs> I, it, it was amazing. There's some dead woman but out she, in the forest who she stole the boots from. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, God, no, don't say that. Yeah, eventually she'll bring the legs along with her. <laughs> right. Well, unfortunately she's passed, and, you know, this is like, you know, 20 years ago, but still, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree with you. Kylie, we appreciate the call. 844-4WW shows the way that you can get through. I'm curious about Keith. I've seen what uh, Cool Beans has typed in. Uh, Keith? Good morning. What's uh, what's your story? Well, mine's kind of a little bit lengthy, but I'll try to shorten as best I can. So Please. I was dating this girl that I really liked. I went to Victoria's Secrets because we had a, uh, a day coming up and got a really nice outfit from Victoria's Secrets. So she came home over the house that night, and you know, we had dinner, and she put the Victoria's Secrets on. We were down in the jacuzzi downstairs, which is outside, and I guess we had left them down there and made our way up to the bedroom. So later on, you know, that night, you know, we're looking for them. Next morning, we're looking for them. We couldn't find them, and I mean, I wanted to find them because they were really nice. Well, my dog had ate them and pooped them in the living room, red Victoria's Secret <laughs> panties. <laughs> So, <laughs> we I mean, he like, ate the whole panty and, and <laughs> swallowed it and digested it. Right. And I tried to, I, I wanted to keep them, but they, they were just too far gone. <laughs> Did your girlfriend know that this had happened to them? She had no idea because, I mean, we were like, we, they got to be here somewhere. We started the jacuzzi, we made the living room, we went to the bedroom. Right. I mean, they were nowhere to be found. And then, you know, here and behold, my uh, Rottweiler had eaten them. And I mean, so, I mean, I uh, certainly I appreciate that, you know, they are pricey. I know that. And obviously they must have been, you know, right. nice. You liked them on your girlfriend. Maybe some sentimental value there after the night's events. But once you know where they've been, would they have still held that same allure for you, even if she didn't know what had happened to them? Well, I wanted to mount them like the other ones I had in the bedroom, but they were just too far gone. All right. Oh. 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 <laughs> thank you, Keith. And when I say thank you, I don't exactly mean that. We've certainly heard those stories about dogs, uh, you know, relieving themselves of various items. That's right. not exactly what we're looking for we're in this case. We're talking about bringing them home. Yes. Remember a dog dug up heroin in the yard, brought that to the owner. Uh, you know, that's a different thing. We're not talking about dropping anchor. That's for another time. Unless your dog brought home an anchor. <laughs> well, yeah, then I might allow it. I might allow it. Uh, 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We were talking earlier about a dog that uh, kept digging in its owner's backyard and eventually uh, pulled out $85,000 worth of black tar heroin. Obviously, the couple did not bury it there themselves and uh, alerted the authorities and so forth, and that's why we all know about it. We're taking your stories about the times that uh, maybe your pet, doesn't have to be a dog, obviously, brought home something of interest, something out of the norm. Uh, Did you see J.D. on the Facebook page sent us a message and said, uh, not a dog, but a horse. I moved a few miles up the road, and apparently the horse was not happy. The horse walked to the old house and picked up a goat and a cat along the way. I still have all three. That's a movie. The horse picked up a goat and a cat? That's what it says. What does that mean? Well, Is he driving? Ah, he's probably at the bar and he's like, hey, goat, you look pretty good. I don't no. think Is that a mirror in your pocket? I don't think that's nope. how that went. Uh, let's grab Dave, if you don't mind, at 844-4WW-SHOW. Hey, Dave. 
Hey, how's it going? It's going great, man. Thanks for calling. What's your story? Well, I have a lab mix that when I lived in Belmont, and I'm kind of hoping that some of these people don't hear about this, um, he loved to bring all kinds of crazy things home. Uh, the craziest thing was a, a above ground uh, pool pump and filter. Now, it sounded like you said an above ground pool pump and filter. What did you really mean? <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I meant. Uh, it was still in the box. I'm sure the people are still wondering what happened to it. Uh, <laughs> um, it looked like they had just purchased it. And, uh, you know, he's he's almost 90 pounds, so he can he can carry some weight. And uh, the box was um, on about two feet by one foot by one foot. So, yeah, he... Uh, he brought that home. That's and, a pretty uh, sizable box. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, usually the type of things he would bring home would be like coolers and uh, folding chairs. And uh, <laughs> the one that bothered me the most was the size 13 shoes. I was really hoping the owner didn't come looking for those. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like a big dude's going to be knocking on your door. Your dog wanted to have a party. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Taken. Your dog wanted to have a party. He's bringing home coolers and yeah, patio furniture. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, I, I was just waiting for him to bring the pool itself. You know, I mean, that was the only yeah. thing that was missing. Right. And then the $85,000 the $85, worth of heroin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have shocked me. It, with him, it definitely would not have surprised me. Wow. That's fascinating. You still have the dog? Oh, yeah. yeah. Still with him. Yeah, I wouldn't get rid of him. He has definitely got personality. Yeah, I'd say he does. Not to mention he's helped you set up that eBay business of selling all (laughs) the stuff (laughs) that he brings home. Yeah, but, you know, I I have that under uh, another name, you know. Sure, sure. People don't know. Right. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. We appreciate it, man. All right, man. You all have a good day. You too. 844-4WW-SHOW, the way you can get through. Thanks to Alex. When I was a kid, my mom raised miniature dachshunds. They were bred to hunt, and uh, obviously they did that to a certain extent. I remember one Easter morning, I was about 10 or 11, my parents had set up an Easter egg hunt outside. And just I was going outside to hunt for eggs, the oldest of my mom's dogs brought back a dead rabbit Dropped it right on the porch in front of all of us. I was convinced that the dog had killed the Easter. <laughs> yeah. It could have been worse. It could have killed Santa and brought him back on Christmas. So you know what? How dare you? 844-4WW-SHOW is the uh, way that you can get through to share your stories of the odd thing that a pet may have brought back for you. I don't know what it is, but this is the time of year when they start announcing how much money people have made. And uh, Variety Magazine, which is sort of the trade magazine of Hollywood, released what people make in the world of TV in terms of an annual salary for doing TV shows. Um, They break it down into various categories, uh, drama, comedy, and then a third category is reality or news or just general talk show host. Which one of those categories do you think houses the person who makes the most money in television each year? I I, I think I know this. Isn't it the cast of? Um, well, it's got to be I'm not, reality, I'm, news, or talk show host. That's one category. Comedy oh, is another, okay. and drama is a third. I'm going to go comedy on that one. 
I'm going to go. But comedy is loose. Who do you think you're talking about? I'm talking about the cast of. Uh, well, it's got to be one person. I mean, if you're going to do a whole cast, that's a whole different thing. Well, I thought they made the, the same amount. The cast of the Big Bang Theory, they get like a, a million dollars an episode or something like that. Well, yes, they get 900000 an episode. And that's one, two, three, four, five people. I'm and they do lead the comedy category. But they don't lead but everything. they don't lead it overall. I'm going to oh. say news slash talk show host because I've heard about some of these contracts. You know, they're trying to get people for American Idol. Oh. The Seacrest stuff oh. with the Kelly Ripa and all that. Judge Judy. Yeah. Doesn't she make like $47 million? An episode. She does make $47 million an episode. However, is not... Not an episode, a year. A year. Sorry, not an episode, a year. Not the highest, though. Someone is above her. Judge Judy is the second highest paid talk show host. Oprah? Nope. Oprah doesn't do it anymore. She has a network. And that is, by the way, that's just for Judge Judy's show. $47 million. Second most of anyone. I'm talking of anyone, including everybody you know who does late night TV, everybody you know who does any sort of yeah. sort of news based TV show like a Matt Lauer or any you know Katie Couric or any of those right. people. But those people are not going to you know the food bank to get their stuff. They're they're doing okay. Yeah, Matt right. Lauer's third on the list, by the way, but it's way down from the others. He makes twenty five million dollars a year. What? Matt Lauer for doing the Today Show on NBC. He's third. Judge Judy's second at 47, and somebody is above her. Seacrest. Tyra Banks. It is not either of those. Balzac Billy. It is not Balzac Billy either, but thank you for asking. Mari. <laughs> you mean Maury? You mean Maury? No, it's not Maury or Mari. Mike the Headless Chicken? No, it's not Mike the Headless Chicken. Comedian and actor Tom Arnold. Why am I answering the question? <laughs> and no, it's not Tom Arnold. Jake Shimabakuro. No, it's not Jake Shimabakuro. Anybody? Nothing? I'm not missing somebody. I can't I think. wouldn't have gotten this one. So I don't hold you accountable for not knowing this. Tell Ellen. Us. Ellen DeGeneres. She makes more than $47 million a year. Are they counting the fish movie? No. Be good question. They're not counting the fish movie. How much does she make? 50. For doing her show? Yes. No. Yes. Yes, she does. 50 million. Good for her. Right. Yeah. I love it that women are number one and number two. Pat Sajak Stop. is still on this list. Pat Sajak is an American treasure. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's the 11th highest paid talk show host in America. Pat Sajak. He's been doing it for a million years. Pat Sajak makes more than, for example, Conan uh, and many others on the list well, again. who are doing a daily TV show that requires a little bit more than what Pat Sajak does. More power to him. It's amazing. You know how they tape those shows, right? Those game shows. They do like, like on, 10 a day. And then you're done for a month. They'll Oh, for a month? Probably more than that. Yeah, they'll knock out 10 in a, in a weekend or 20 in a weekend. Call it a day. Probably doesn't have to work for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. Like John Boy and Billy. <laughs> Not quite.
Not quite. But very similar. Fifteen million bucks. I feel like he could be making more than that. He needs a better agent. So Seacrest, you mentioned, is an interesting story because he makes, you may want to sit down for this, $12 million for doing American Idol and $15 million for doing Live with Kelly and Ryan for a total of $27 million. And that doesn't include, yeah, by the way, the radio show that he does. Well, you know, radio pays the most out of all <laughs> yep. media. Mm-hmm. Still, for him, it's over a million. I'll t- tell you that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But he's already getting $27 million to do those two other shows. Correct. Mike Myers, as the host of The Gong Show under a fake name, is on this list. Shut the front door. Not nearly as high. $3 million. Yes. This makes me feel great about my life. That's what I'm here for, Chelsea. (laughs) That's not what Woody's here for, though. Getting into radio was a solid idea. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah. Well, sure it was. So as you're uh, punching the time clock today. Go ahead and punch yourself in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I am tired. Just go ahead and go on back home, I think, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is uh, is the message there. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I'm always fascinated when they release salaries of what people make in any field, to be quite honest with you. But uh, Variety Magazine, the big trade publication for Hollywood, basically, has released what people are making in the world of TV. And I think the biggest one that was most surprising, obviously, we've all heard over the years that Judge Judy makes a ton of dough for her syndicated courtroom show. It's just mind-blowing all the time. $47 $47 million is what she makes, but was beat out by Ellen DeGeneres this year as the highest paid talk show host at $50 million. But they go and list all the sitcom people, including, by the way, you know, Craig Robinson, our buddy, the Craig Robinson, not to be confused with Craig Robinson, the dentist. This Craig Robinson Peter. is uh, going to be on a show called Ghosted, which is going to premiere in October of this year. Ghosted. Ghosted. It's he and uh, Adam Scott, I believe, are the two stars of the show. It's funny because it seems like Craig gets about three shows a year. He's he, he, Obviously, everybody likes him the same way we do mm-hmm. and gives mm-hmm. him every opportunity. Um, and he's already listed on here. He will make $125,000 per episode of the movie uh, or for the TV show Ghosted. So that's on here. Uh, Kevin James is listed on here for his Kevin Can Wait show at 200000 By the way, the highest paid people are the uh, cast of, as Woody mentioned, The Big Bang Theory. All five of the stars of that show each make $900,000 an episode. That's my number. That's a lot. I mean, yeah, think about that. So that's just those five, a little under $5 million per episode, just for their salary alone. Right. You think about how much money they need to make to cover that and think about all the other people who are on the show, who work on the show, writers and other actors. It's amazing how much money is out there. Isn't that crazy? All for being not funny. (laughs) I mean, we know not funny. We should be making more money. I don't I don't watch the show, so I don't know, but it's obviously very popular. Uh, And somebody had pointed out actually multiple people. You guys, when you're talking about talk show hosts. Didn't mention Alex Trebek. Thank you, Van Coupo. How much does Trebek make? And thank you to uh, Screaming Hanya. Where does Trebek fall on the talk show list? How much are they paying him for not losing his mind doing Jeopardy? He is not listed. Of all the talk show hosts that are listed, and there are some game show hosts, as we mentioned, uh, Sajak is on there. 
He makes $15 million a year. Jimmy Fallon, by the way, makes $16 million a year. Stephen Colbert, also 15. Jimmy Kimmel, also 15. I wonder if it's because they pay Alex Trebek in Canadian money, which is about the same value as Monopoly money, is it not? I don't think it's that. I think what you're missing is they pay him in uh, bacon and donuts and syrup. Chelsea, I need something else Canadian. Hockey. They pay him in hockey, says Chelsea, <laughs> which is tough to do. Dave Coulier. But uh, I'd like Dave 30 Coulier Coulier's is per show. not Canadian. He was born in Michigan. The man is an American. I don't believe it. How dare you? Part of the reason I think they, that Trebek is not on the list is well, he lost his mind. You remember, right? Uh, how about agriculture for 600, please? Israel's first openly gay golden retriever named Batman can swim 45 miles per hour like a drunk Czech immigrant. Oh, the porcupine fish. Makes sense. Looks like one, too. Better let him out 1,200. Oh, no! Canned pineapple chunks can be found in the middle part of Madonna's underwear because she carried this deadly disease. Here we What is the orange ruffy? In Catholicism, Jesus is a receptacle for holding pig's feet for a muscular, tan, bald guy whose name means liquefied meat. (laughs) That is Prosecco. Back to you, Liz. Better let him out 1,600. Oddly, three inches wide and 18 inches long, Wolf Blitzer's banana dancer sparks bushfires that ravage millions of spooky women. Talking about cattle. There are two clues left up there. Let's talk Turkish for 200. Horses wear panties for the hearing impaired to communicate with those who don't understand musical chicken farmers like 50 Cent or Eminem. <laughs> who are the Baltimore Ravens and Prince Charles? <laughs> Is he a banana hanger? Oh, <laughs> I don't that know. stuff never gets old for me. That's from Conan's show where he edits all that together. That God, is funny. something about Wolf Blitzer's <laughs> banana. <laughs> I'd rather not hear any more about Madonna's panties, though, if you can, oh, uh, if you can uh, make sure we uh, don't banana. do that. Okay, what about Metallica? I'll take three syllable words for 200, please. Metallica made a whopper of a deal when it paid over $3 billion to switch genders and become the one-armed female peacock. Crystal Gray? What's the elephant bird? Lauren, back to you. Zoology for 800, please. Justin Bieber was struck by Selena Gomez's Muslim dwarf carpenter, but recovered and drooled in her older brother's bikini. Bon appetit. <laughs> Talking about your basic duck. Ah. I'm for 600, please. Forget about Benghazi. The White House says 66% of its customers are boisterous, violent Russian redneck F-holes who fight off Jewish vampires by arousing Napoleon's 12-inch man hammer. <laughs> Called the tall boy. <laughs> I'll take first names the same for 200, please. To show remorse after murdering his wife, Chris Brown has merged with Al-Qaeda to develop this kid's game where you wear a blindfold and drive a car with Darth Vader's divorce papers from New York to San Francisco. Chris. What is no? Greg, what is no? Lauren. Who is no? We'll take a break. Oh man, one of the That's greatest good. bits of all time. 
Conan, you deserve more than the uh, than right. the twelve million that you're getting versus the fifteen that all the other talk show hosts are making. Man, that's funny. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Wilcox, you were just telling us about uh, all the money that people in TV make. Yeah, Variety released their uh, salaries of television stars yesterday. Did they talk about the new reality show that's coming to television as well? Uh, no, because I don't think I saw it. I bet the first thing you thought of when you got up this morning is, my God, we need another reality show. Sure, every day I think that. Fox is developing a new reality show where women look for a sperm donor. Huh? Who's with me? I love semen. Um, look for one? Right. Craigslist isn't working anymore? It's out on the street corner? Craigslist, Chelsea. You think people go on Craigslist going, hey, I need a, do- a donor. Yes, they do. That. We know that for a fact, mm-hmm. actually, when we've played Craigslist prices right occasionally. I guess you're right on that one. No, it is I, not. Uh, I feel like that's a uh, fairly cut and dried process, right? Somebody goes through that. I mean, you apply. There are different companies that provide that. And then you select one and you move about your business. Companies. Select one. Stop it. It needs to be a reality show is what it needs to be. People living in a house and uh, the last one standing gets a guy's sperm. <laughs> I don't know exactly all the details, kind but of a I do like that. Of big yeah. brother and uh, survivor. Right. I have the immunity idol. That means I'm allowed to stick around for a little bit longer. No, I don't think it's going to be that. They've already named it. It's called Labor of Love. It's going to follow women in their 30s and 40s, professional women, Chelsea. You mean Who- hookers? No, no, no. Uh, working in the professional field who okay. haven't had time to procreate oh, I due see. to their careers. I got you. And have now decided, you know what? Let's go ahead and have children. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. I've been so busy in my career. There's not a man in my life. Oh. I still want to have a child. Oh. Let's go on a reality show because that's the best way to do that. They'll have a choice between giving love and commitment one last shot or... Finding themselves a sperm donor and going in alone as a single mom. So it's like a dating show, too. Like you date a guy and you're like, no, I don't want to have a relationship with you. I'm just going to get sperm from somebody else. Exactly. You're going to vote the guy off the island and instead go with the, you know, the test tube. Or is it like where you have to play some sort of silly contest and then at the end you choose what's behind door A or door B and behind. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And one, it's a dude, and the other one, it's like a vial of man juice. Yes. Or is it you, you know, you meet somebody and you're like, ah, uh, you know, I like you. I just want your sperm. You can go away. Like, or is it you want the whole shebang, so to speak? I want the relationship and the baby. I need more details. You're going to jump into a William Hung song. (laughs) She bangs. She bangs. She bangs. bangs. I have no professional training. (laughs) Finding something new and cracker jacks. Not a lot of details on this yet. Uh, Although, you know, when it's coming from a a network that gave you my big fat obnoxious fiance, 
Married by America and Temptation Island. I mean, really. What about that sex box show? That one never really took off. That's what comes on after this show. Sex box comes on after <laughs> the sperm donor show. Can't wait till I talk to my DVR and be like, hey, can you record this? I, I noticed that you enjoy watching this. I've also recorded these other shows that I think you may enjoy. I think that'll be a good family night viewing for you guys. Watch it together. Answer the questions for the, the girls have. I'm sure they'll have some. You know you're talking out loud right now, don't you, Chelsea? I, yeah, I know your family. Look for Labor of Love coming to Fox, hopefully, this fall. We uh, look for It Happened in Florida coming to you momentarily. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We've got uh, three stories that we're going to share with you here uh, as part of what we call It Happened in Florida. Woody and I will share these stories real quick, and then you'll figure out which one of them actually went down in the Sunshine State. Of course, Florida is the birthplace of everything that's strange here in this country, so we celebrate. It's a celebration. Don't misunderstand it. You can get in at 844-4WW-SHOW, and Woody will kick this off with story number one. I know it sounds a little bit morbid, but have you guys ever thought about what you would like on your headstone? Right? Wherever your final resting place is, they put a little thing there. It says Wilcox and the dates that you were here. And sometimes there's a little phrase or whatever it is. Sure. I bring it up because uh, there was a headstone that was left behind at an airport going around baggage claim with the inscription, you will never be forgotten. And it was not claimed. Therefore, was forgotten. That's got to be a joke, Woody. You think it was a joke. Well, but first it, of all, a headstone at baggage claim, just going around the conveyor belt. Right. How I don't often, think that's where it was. I saw this story. It wasn't left in the baggage claim area, but it was left behind in the airport. Can you carry that I on? apologize. You're right. It was left behind in the departures area. I guess you could carry on your headstone because, I mean, if you check it, it's going to be more than 50 pounds and you'll have to pay the excess fee. This is according to this one particular airport where it was also left behind a toilet seat and a cistern. Same person? I don't think so, Chelsea. They were found abandoned at the departures of the airport. Was it in Florida where they were like, hey, going to bring the headstone to the airport? Yep. Make sure you pack it in your carry-on luggage. I think I've identified what I'd like on my headstone. Hate us because they ain't us. Still working it through. Mm. Um, story number two has to do with somebody who went on a tough Tinder date. Tough Tinder. Now, tough Tinder is not the name of the uh, platform. It's just Tinder. But the date itself was tough. Uh, lots of times you go on a bad date. What usually constitutes a bad date? Chelsea, you've been on a couple. What's a um, bad date? More than one. What, what's the usual? What goes wrong? Uh, they're just creepy. Creepy guy. Too forward. Too forward. Compliment your hoodie. Compliment your hoodie. Ask if they can go up and tuck you in. Slow down. Compliment your hoodie? Is that a euphemism for nope. something? You want me to keep going? Take you to a golf course. That's a bad first date. What's wrong with a golf course? Uh, I was 14. What's wrong with a 14-year-old <laughs> golf course? Never mind. Uh, you don't need to chronicle all your bad dates, Chelsea. The woman in story number two arranged for a date on Tinder and maybe made one of the cardinal mistakes. She had the dude come to her home. Hmm. I feel like what's the I mean I haven't I haven't done this sort of dating because this all came about after I was married but 
you probably want to meet somewhere else, right? In Wouldn't public. You think? Yeah. yeah. Where there are other people around and so forth. Always Why? a good idea. Why? And I know the answer, so don't feel like you have to answer. The answer is because you don't want him to steal your dog. I think we all know that, right? That's A, when you're talking about the cardinal rules of dating. I think not wanting to die is number one, dog number nope. two. Nope, that's a common misperception. <laughs> the main reason is you don't want your date to steal your dog. It's a very common misperception. That's what happened in story number two, as the woman invited the man that she had met on Tinder to come to the home to start the date and later realized that her dog was missing after he left. Not a coincidence, by the way. Was it Florida is the question for you at 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody has the third and final story. Third and final story, uh, the headline reads, Man repeatedly exposed himself at Ritz. The crackers? That's what I first <laughs> thought is, wait a second, a guy got arrested for just repeatedly showing his wedding tackle to a box of crackers? You Man. both you both thought crackers first. Come on. If, I did, as a matter of if fact. If that was a crime, Woody would have been locked up years ago. Have you ever checked into a Ritz, Chelsea? I've been there. I haven't checked in. And what's the name of that hotel chain? The Ritz-Carlton. Thank you. So why would you just shorten it to Ritz just to confuse me to think that it's some sort of snack cracker that he's showing his peen to? <laughs> <laughs> Especially how many nights you've spent pantsless eating crackers. It just seems like it would right. be obvious that that would come to your mind. Thank God none of them have called the cops. The 63-year-old man was arrested after several different employees at the Ritz-Carlton said that he had um, showed or attempted to show what he got down below. Wee-wee area. How do you attempt to show somebody that? Well, the, hey, wait, wait, come back. Are you Wang. chasing them? The spa attendant who was working at the front desk of the Ritz-Carlton described the man coming in where he dropped his shorts in front of her, quote, looked like he was trying to air things out and make himself more comfortable to see her reaction. She did not react and reported the incident. They still allowed him into the spa, by the way, where several of the massage therapists are like, this guy keeps trying to pull down his towel and expose himself. We refuse to do any more work on him. And finally, one more worker, when he requested more eucalyptus in the steam room, opened his towel wide, revealing his naked body to her. She reported it, but did not pursue further anything further because she did not want to be seen as a problem employee. Wow. That's, Thank that's God this guy that was arrested, bad. and it's sad that this woman thinks that she's a problem employee when a 63-year-old man exposes himself. We do have some audio from that guy, by the way. Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Genital Wristwatch. What time is it, Chelsea? I'd like to report that. <laughs> You're a problem employee. Mm. Uh, Michael is up first to try and solve our quiz. Michael, all three stories actually happened. Which one happened in Florida? I'll take story number three, you bottle story bitches. Story, <laughs> you bottle bitches. <laughs> There's a great uh, reference. Yes. It's been too long. Yes. Long bitch. Yeah. Uh, story number three. Yes. Nice job. I'm going to give it to you. Even though it te technically took place in Aspen, the man is from Florida, North Palm Beach, Florida. The 63-year-old man is now behind bars. And, of course, we all know the reason why you meet an anonymous date out is not so that he doesn't kill you, but so that he doesn't steal your dog, like happened to the woman in Leonia. I don't know if I'm saying that right. New Jersey. 
Uh, her two-year-old Maltese went missing after the date, and the guy that came with him left. <laughs> and that's probably another one. And, Chelsea, maybe you can confirm or deny. You set up a date on Tinder with a dude. He shows up with a buddy. That seems like a negative to me. Who has me. the chloroform? Like, that's my next question. Right. Well, apparently they didn't do any damage to her, just stole her dog. Did, right. they, go, did they go on the date first? <laughs> well. And then they were like, okay, you slip in the back and get the dog. Uh, I don't think I know all of those details. He, she, her date showed up with a guy. I, I think the date was held in the home, if I may use that expression. When? Oh, okay. Uh, that's all I can understand out of the right. Well, I guess so, yeah. Get a room. Well, Cooter. All right, that's funny. Uh, and when you leave your headstone behind at the airport with the inscription, you will never be forgotten, and it's forgotten there, you're in Dublin, Ireland. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Has anybody ever felt that maybe sometimes we try to be a little too politically correct in this country? Has that has that thought ever crossed anybody's mind? That, Probably not, right? That, that thought offends me, and you should retract that statement immediately <laughs> before I am hurt. I don't want to go too far down that path without saying the reason why I bring it up is, did you see what's happening at ESPN? You certainly don't have to be ESPN, of course, the sports network, not ESPN, the dentist. You don't have to be a sports fan to appreciate this. So a week from Saturday, and by the way, speaking of this, uh, we've got our fun with football coming up Friday. It'll be our first of the season, so that's a couple of days away. But football season is basically here. And a week from uh, Saturday, the University of Virginia plays their home opener against William and Mary. Now, slated to call the game for ESPN was a dude who's been a 20-year broadcaster named Robert Lee. It was announced that ESPN has pulled him from the broadcast because, again, this is a Virginia football game played in Charlottesville, site where... Right. Unrest broke out over the statue of Robert E. Lee. They've decided that an announcer named Robert Lee should not call the Virginia game and have pulled him from the broadcast team. Is he a descendant from the Confederate general? I mean, I'm going to say no. He is of Asian descent. So you're saying there's a possibility. <laughs> well, I, I don't know his lineage. I, I don't know how that you know, I'm not a, I'm not into that sort of thing. So again, Robert Lee, a 20-year broadcaster, graduate of Syracuse University, and yes, an Asian man, was slated to call the Virginia game in Charlottesville, and they decided that wouldn't be appropriate because of the Robert E. Lee, who was a general in the Confederate Army. <laughs> and I'm not made. It what, sounds no, like an is, onion no, story. No, this can't be right. It, it it is right. It is right. Reported all over the place, including reputable places. Wait a second. Who, did somebody complain? No. This was well, according to an ESPN spokesman, we collectively made the decision with Robert Lee to switch games as the tragic events in Charlottesville were unfolding, simply because of the coincidence. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of his name. That's from an ESPN spokesman. In that moment, it felt right to all parties. It's a shame that this is even a topic of conversation, and we regret that who calls play-by-play for a college football game has become an issue. I would take issue with that. I don't feel like it has become an issue. I feel like they're making it an issue. This is not a topic of conversation. Anybody tuning into that game, had they left Robert Lee as the play-by-play guy on that and being like, oh, my God, how could they? Racists. I mean, what did they – what would the fallout from that have been had they left Robert Lee as the play-by-play guy in that game? Would anybody have even thought of that? No. This, this guy declined to say whether the network had made a preemptive decision or responded to outside pressure to pull Lee from the broadcast, who's been a sportscaster for 20 years, began calling games at Syracuse, his alma mater. Maybe if the dude's name was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> right? Maybe you go, eh, you know what? Let's we're give prob- it a couple days. We're not going to hide. Ever thought about a stage name. Right. Right? Maybe go on as a stage name. John Smith instead. But really, Robert Lee is too offensive? ESPN thought that that was too offensive to have him call a UVA game. You said this guy's Asian, right? He is. So now we're creating a new problem because you've just taken an Asian out of broadcasting. Well, I don't know. They just just put him on another game. It wasn't like he lost his job or I don't even think he probably is sitting out the weekend. They just assigned him to a game that's not in Charlottesville. So it didn't hurt this guy, per se. By the way, Twitter, uh, obviously, as they should, having a field day with it in multiple ways. Some of my favorites are a dude named Sean tweeting, I know I'm not the only person hoping hoping there was a Confederate general named Joe Buck. Sweet Jesus, you're right. Another dude saying something similar. In light of the ESPN Robert Lee fiasco, can we try to find a Confederate general named Joe Buck? And another dude tweeting, I wish Skip Bayless was named Robert Lee. (laughs) This could be the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. Well, stick around for a while. I'm sure it won't be the last. So rest easy, those of you that were clamoring to watch the UVA William and Mary game. Right. You won't have to be subjected to the neo-Nazism of Robert Lee, the Asian sportscaster. <laughs> He'll be calling the James Madison game down the road or something. How dare you, James? Safe from the trials and tribulations. God, that's just insanity, right? It's the world we live in today. So football's here. Did I mention that? There's the positive. There are games this weekend. That game is the following weekend, and we'll have our first round of the season of Fun with Football Audio on Friday. We'll make sure not to have any Robert Lee clips. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So, I mean, for those of you that enjoyed the eclipse the other day, you've got that memory forever. And for the rest of you that thought, my God, enough about the eclipse, then you don't have to hear any more talk of that either. So it's a win-win, I think, 
for everybody. But it was good to see that one of the questions that I think most Americans had was, anybody? That's right. How was porn traffic affected by the eclipse? That's what most Americans were clamoring for in terms of information yesterday, and we just didn't have it yesterday. That is the new barometer for American culture, isn't it? Kind of like the Waffle House is the barometer for a natural disaster. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it like the water levels uh, that would rise at the sanitation department like at halftime during the Super Bowl or whatever it was when everybody would go and flush their toilets at the same time? They'd be like, whoa, there were so many people watching TV. And now the barometer for American culture is... How much did porn watching drop? I'm not sure I followed I the logic. About flushing toilets and football <laughs> and the sanitation it's about department. What, what we're into and how we can measure it. I, I, okay. Well, in this case, uh, the folks at X Hamster, I'm familiar. You may or may not be familiar with. Um, they run themselves the uh, the old adult site there. They say that in cities that were in the path of totality. That's where the eclipse was at its fullest. Traffic on their website was down 50% from what it would normally be on that day and time in a regular week. Indicating that even somebody who was so strong-minded and you know was that devoted to enjoying the pleasures of the flesh was swayed by the eclipse rolling through their town. Was it, or did you just forget and you still had your glasses on, you couldn't see anything? But I don't think that would stop you from being on the website. In other words, somebody had to not go to the website because of the eclipse. Too hard to watch porn when you're looking up at the sky. Apparently. However, and maybe this is interesting and maybe it's not, there was a spike in usage in those markets after the eclipse had come to a culmination. So people who were mm-hmm. like, wow, it's been three minutes since I've masturbated. It's time for me to make up. Well, but I feel like it's more than that. It's some something sort about of, the light got people feeling right. some kind of way. There was a, uh, a boost to that sort of vibe given off by the eclipse is all. I mean, it's science, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm jumping to no, a it's conclusion not, there. No, science, you, it's you can't just say the words, it's science. I can't say the words, the it's science. I agree with Wilcox on this one. You're saying that... Well, the, I'm just stating facts, and then I'm trying to interpret them. Right. Something physiologically changed when the eclipse happened, and it just maybe spiked some kind of... Being in the shadow of the moon suddenly got you more feeling... Yes. Yes. In the loins. Yes. Yeah. Apparently. Seems to be the indication from the people at X Hamster. <laughs> and when I really want science info, I usually dial up X Hamster to get that. <laughs> I think we all do. I'm not saying anything unusual. By the way, Netflix also says their traffic went down during the eclipse as well, which was- I guess is not necessarily shocking. Theirs was only 10%. So people were more interested in seeing old Seinfeld reruns than they, <laughs> than they were of watching porn during the eclipse. Is all I can base that on. Now, I don't know what that has to do with people flushing their toilet during the Super Bowl, as Woody <laughs> mentioned earlier, but I'm sure in some way they are related. We learned a lot on the show today. I we really did. feel like we really? did. Really? Mm-hmm. How about the last four minutes? Well, a little bit. Uh, we'll figure out what the rest of the stuff we learned is on the show today coming up next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. What did we learn today on the Woody and Wilcox Show? Nothing. We learned that when a woman has a baby, that child is either a man or a woman. (laughs) 
think we all knew that. Nope. Uh, today was Woody Game Wednesday. And, of course, that's where Woody creates a uh, contest based on some sort of importance that we're celebrating for the day. And today, Woody uh, discovered that um, it's the anniversary of the patenting of snow chains. That's right. The chains that you would put on your tire if you live in a snowy climate to get better traction. So Woody created a game called Snow or Ice, where he gave us facts about either Vanilla Ice or, as he described him, Canadian rapper Snow. We, of course, uh, Facebook Live the whole tragedy, so you can find that on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page right now. Also, the uh, audio version will be part of our podcast, which, of course, will be up after the show on the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. We found out that uh, a lot of times people's dogs and other pets bring home odd items. It started when we heard the story about the dog in Oregon that brought home $85,000 worth of heroin that he had dug up in this family's backyard. We heard from all sorts of animals that are bringing home interesting things. You'll have to check the uh, podcast for that. We found out that the highest paid host of a TV show currently is Ellen DeGeneres making $50 million a year. Yeah. And as good as Alex Trebek is, only making about $10 million a year, even though he has started to go crazy. Rhyme for six. Bill Murray and Matt Damon reproduce asexually by means of this body part with a longer shaft to stabilize your fish hook. That would be Tabasco sauce. Andrew. Court appointees for 1,000. Lady Gaga's hog choker cuts off the ear of a man named Orange Juice while her arms reach down to grasp the thunderball. What is Candio? Andrew, back to you. Uh, Bible 4. Steven Tyler is said to frequent the children's dungeon using an orangutan named Zubinel Janubi to disinfect communist mattresses. And that would be the Yakuza. Still one of my favorite bits ever from Conan, who, by the way, makes $12 million a year, according to Variety magazine. Less than the other hosts, though. Colbert was 15. Jimmy Fallon was 15. Yeah. TNT money, I guess. Is it TNT or TBS? What's he on? One of those T stations. <laughs> You're on a roll. We found out that ESPN has decided that they don't want 20-year broadcaster named Robert Lee to broadcast the football game in Virginia next weekend. Somehow that would be offensive to somebody. And we found out, thanks to the website X Hamster, that the eclipse is quite an aphrodisiac. Don't worry, Woody, you'll only have to wait another seven years. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to X Hamster right now. No, no. Life will see the eclipse and not have sex with me again. Anyway. Tomorrow on the show, we'll find out what's weird on Craigslist. We'll have a round of Craigslist prices, right? If you find something odd, go ahead and send that into Woody. Maybe we'll use that tomorrow. Anything else you missed, you'll find it on the podcast. Look for the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. If you haven't downloaded the free iHeartRadio app, do that. Why yeah. wouldn't you? There's actually good stuff on there besides our podcast. 
Intern Dave, is there anything you wanted to add to the broadcast before we wrapped it up for the day? Uh, another great show, guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't, uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not, not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Tickle my pee-pee. Tickle my pee-pee. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.